Anyways, welcome to Politics Usual episode, what is this, 26? Yeah, 26. Support and Barker. I, I was doing such a good job at uh, keeping up with those and then uh, <laughs> just just stopped. Um, but yeah, um, we, we back. I don't, uh, we, we, be- we just figured out what the fuck we're talking about. Uh. <laughs> hey, those make for the best episodes, though, so you know. Yeah, they do. I'm not, I'm not really one for uh, having to, uh, you know, be, be beholden to a schedule most of the time. It's, it's right. better. It's better we can freestyle it. But I'm AJ, Ronnie, Fee are both here. Um, what, 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 how, how's everybody's week been? As, as the, as the Roni continues its onslaught. Uh, you know, um, trying not to die at work, trying not to lose my job. You know. <laughs> but but no seriously um i mean it's it is it is what it is now you know big rona here to stay so you yeah. just gotta yeah you just you just gotta navigate through it because it's, it's here to stay as as the great uh avon barksdale once said the game is the game the game is the game <laughs> Fee, how, how, how's your week been i see you finally got some uncle nearest in your life man my week has been uh much of the same looking at looking at job offers um other than that i'm chilling man did, did you crack open the uncle nearest yet which one did you get the hundred proof <laughs> wait what katie come here the, the, tell, tell tell mom i said hi oh, uh. <laughs> katie come here <laughs> Oh, you! Oh, you! You went and spent the big big bucks and got the hundred proof. All right. Uh, but yeah, we we going um. So, in in the midst of us talking about how no good music came out in twenty six in twenty twenty. Why did I say twenty sixteen? In twenty twenty, we actually I actually found out uh, two rap albums dropped that I, I hadn't heard anyone talking about. Both in April and one in April, one in May. One was Asher Roth. The fuck knew he was still making music. Uh, that album was actually pretty good. And the second was uh this 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 kid from Atlanta, Riverdale, actually, where I used to live in Atlanta, um, named Deontay Hitchcock, who uh, dropped an album called Better in May, and she was actually really good. Yeah, mate. Um, and for those who don't know, he actually has a really cool story. He he would just drop car freestyles on Twitter, and then eventually, you know, he got signed. And um, he he got recognition from like big rappers like J Cole. He you may have heard him on the Return of the Dreamers album. And then yeah, he actually dropped his um like his studio debut. And and yeah, man, dude could rap. So this is like one of the coolest things to come out of like Twitter in the in the long like since we've been on here because he really started off just dropping videos and then he got noticed. And but yeah, dude's really talented. I'm I'm glad that you know he was able to you know ascend to the to the top rap levels where he is yeah because I, I i didn't notice him on the on the uh the the return of the, the revenge of the dreamer shit because i didn't pay that shit no attention because <laughs> it was so it's so many damn features on there it's like i'm not i don't know who these who these niggas are i i'm i'm listening for the dreamville camp and i got guap dad 4000 whoever the fuck that is on half hey, the man, records i actually like guap dad <laughs> I, I, i'm not saying anything bad about him i'm just saying this nigga's on half the record I'm like i don't know who the fuck you are like <laughs> 
I, I want I listen to a Dreamville out for the Dreamville niggas, but that shit was a featurette for 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 the young niggas. I guess cool Cole doing that, but I yeah. someone he, he someone retweeted him retweeting the street style he dropped in 2016, and I was like, God damn, this nigga rapping. Mm-hmm. Like that nigga was spitting, and so I was like, okay, let me go listen to the album off the strength of this freestyle. And yeah, that's probably the most impressed I've been with a nigga I never heard of before since Sean Smith. Yeah, and, and I was actually surprised because this isn't typically your lane. So to to hear you say like you you like that, I was like, okay. I, I mean, he, if niggas can rap, it's typically my lane. Like the fact that I went in okay, okay. knowing that the nigga could rap, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Like he nice. Like so, I will listen to his, whatever style of music he doing because of the fact that the nigga was like is nice on the mic. Like I'll listen to it simply for that reason. But yeah, nah, he like um. Well, go ahead, Fee. We'll, we'll get y'all take in before I go to specific songs. I like. Oh no, he uh, I liked him. I listened to it about four times a day. I started off in the car because if it didn't hit in the car, I was turning that shit off. Not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna sit here silent through this, through this segment. But nah, I think uh, it's only, it was only one song I didn't really like on there. The rest of them, I think, I think was pretty good. It's a real short listen, and they had my boy Black on there, so I had to give him a chance off the strength of that. So your boy, your boy Six Lack, Young Black, yeah, my boy, my boy Six Lack, Young Black. So yeah, the Miguel feature too, which I'm yeah. surprised about. Yeah. But it was, it's it's a real good listen. I I think people should check it out. I'll admit, uh, the, the, as soon as uh, whoever that young nudie dude is came on on, on on that record, I skipped that shit. Like soon as soon as his verse came on, I went to the next song. Um, I, I I I never heard it. I've heard Wag talk about him, which lets me know yeah. that he's into some real ignorant shit. Because oh, Wag, no, young, young young nudie, young nudie is a real street nigga. Yeah, no, no, no. I can tell because yeah. uh, Wag the other day. And, 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 and typically those. Those dudes can't rap, so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Wag tweeted the other day. He was like, "I feel like robbing somebody." And I was like, "You must have just you must have been listening to Nudie." And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so I was like, eh, "This probably ain't my lane," so I'll skip this. And then the the joint, uh, I think it's "Give Me Your Money." I wasn't really yeah, feeling that's that one. Ass, bro. Yeah, that that uh, it was all right. That was the that was the only miss for for to me being a flawless album. Like, yeah. yeah. But growing up, growing up, Mother God was fire. Like that's one of the better records I've heard in a minute. Yeah, yeah, that, that's um, the standout to me. And of course, you know, anytime Jizz on a track, I like oh, that yeah. too. But but yeah. yeah, growing up, growing up, Mother God is definitely the, the standout for me. Yeah, now nah, I heard that one. And I was like, okay, yeah, that that sealed it for me. That 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 I was I was at least gonna revisit this album uh, multiple times because a track like and it, it was dope. Like it's, it's it's uplifting the black women. It's it's a super hard record. Um, very, you could tell he took his time pinning that. Um, I, 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 I like it. it. It's and I, yeah, I'm shocked at the features he got on this to get. You know, JID, I kind of expected because of the Dreamville thing and both being young Atlanta niggas, but to have Miguel mm-hmm. on this to get. Uh, and I guess, I guess Black does. You know, he he does rock with a, him. Him and JID are cool. You know, they them yeah, all being yeah. from Atlanta. So, but yeah, now nah, he he did his thing on this one. And there's actually a a, a director's cut on, on title. Where he gives like comment, oh. he gives commentary on all the songs. On I haven't listened to that yet. Uh, Damn, I'm trying to spend no money on title, but I might have to go uh, check that out because I like seeing the story behind why certain certain songs is made. Like, yeah, it's it's better with commentary, and so he's got um he's got like commentary on you know he's doing an introductory commentary, and then like after each song, he has like 
30, they're like 40 seconds, 36 seconds, 43 seconds, 38 seconds. Um, on the, funny enough, the Gimme give Gimme give Your Money has the longest, uh, one of the longest commentaries. Yeah, nah, that, that shit is like that's an immediate skip. Next time I play through that, I was like, nope. Not 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 for to listen to that. But yeah, now nah, I'm I'm glad to, I'm glad to see that it's some it's some it's some young dudes out here that's really rapping that's that's getting some shine. Uh and, and to take it back what you said earlier, twenty twenty has had some some nice projects already. I just wanna throw that out there. Maybe not your lane, but you know Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I wanna bring up next. Okay, so there's this gap in twenty twenty, but music has still been released and music is still released. So what are like some projects that y'all listen to that deserve some shine that may be going under the radar because the obvious pandemic going on right now let's see uh for me um uh forever live sessions by men i trust um that actually my homeboy aaron sent this to me me and him we talk guitar stuff because we're both we're both learning to play guitar and he sent me them off youtube it's just just this group of five five white musicians that like just make like slow lo-fi neo soul shit um mm-hmm. but they made these songs in a garage and they recorded them live and put them on the album so that's good like laid back music um uh Hablo brown opaque uh a really good ep from them and alina baraz it was divine uh kevin garrett uh, wait, where's his album? I know he dropped the album this year. Uh, never mind, that shit ain't on my title no more for whatever reason. And um, Chris uh, Anderson, who is uh, Mac Ayer's drummer. Uh, do I not have this shit to say? Maybe so. Chris Anderson. Uh, his album, Smile While You Can. That, 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 okay. will, that will probably be my, my favorite to... Uh, Chris Chris Anderson's album, if just so if you go to listen to that, he's a drummer, um, typically plays like R and B neo soul stuff, but he's not a singer, so he has a guest singer on almost every track. I think there's fifteen tracks and nine of them have guest vocals. Um even one of them was co produced by Jazzy Jeff, like the second track on there. Um, okay. which apparent I I found this out a few years ago. Jazzy Jeff was huge in like the Neo Soul production scene after he like went underground. Um, oh yeah, Jersey Jeff was like um, an associate of like the so yeah the soul Quarry, like shit, yeah. yeah like like Jersey Jeff is like a legit producer like most people only know him of course as Jazz from Fresh Prince but um, he released um, two albums in like the early two thousands mm-hmm. um, what is like, it like he what was it um, return called? it's like Return of the Magnificent or yeah. something like that but 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 yeah like Jersey Jeff is dope man yeah. Um, so yeah, those will probably be. And then uh, there's a Birmingham group called the Monastery that dropped out today. I haven't gotten to listen to it yet. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I did. I, like I, I have that one bookmarked. I, I saw it. I saw they dropped it while I was at work. I'm definitely gonna listen to them. Shout out to Monastery. Yeah. Because um, because I saw them perform. They got good energy. So I'm, I'm interested to see what this what this project's gonna sound like. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I got that like bookmarked to listen to uh, probably tomorrow. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking through albums that like came out this year, and I think, I think if if I want to highlight something, it's um. So Alchemist had a good year. He um the price of cheap, excuse me, the price of tea in China um 
Bodie James that came out earlier this year, and then he also did Alfredo with Freddie Gibbs. So those are two albums. And while it's not an album, I, I do think I want to like highlight this. Um, a rapper that I started listening to like last year. Typically, I wasn't into his stuff, but I, like his last album was so good, I started listening to it. A rapper named JPEG Mafia. He's been dropping like Lucy's on YouTube, and um, I think he was planning on dropping an album, but he was just like guerrilla style shoot a video and then drop and now excuse me drop a song for it and um every song he's been dropping has been fired so i think like that deserves to be recognized but yeah um alfredo price of tea in china for me Ooh, man i got a list um even though it's super mainstream i i, I fuck with the little baby my turn and the deluxe the deluxe was actually fire um Lil Dark, just because y'all waited too. Um, Juice World, Legends Never Die. The Weekends album, I fuck with. And then Black, Six Piece Hot EP is flying under the radar right now. And then Currency and Fuse drop Spring Clean. That's like all the, the stuff I'm listening to right now from 2020. Yeah, I need to check out that currency. Actually, but actually one just came to mind and it's actually a guilty pleasure of mine. And y'all go get me out of here for this, man. But the um the City Girls Girls on Lock I mean City on Lock album is fire. I mean, and, I, and I'm totally and I'm totally serious. Like I said it with a straight face. If it's fire, it's fire. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't judge nobody what they listen to. I, I, I listen to everything. I did hear like one a snippet of one because I follow Young Miami on Instagram. Much the sky chagrin. Um, yeah, I mean, so, so do I. <laughs> so do I. But like I heard one of the snippets and I was like, oh okay, this doesn't sound bad. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go listen to the album. But like the snippet I heard, I was like, oh okay. Like the right. title, the title track is featuring. Um, like Lil Dirk and it, it, it like goes in, man. It, it's definitely because cause for me, so somebody that definitely grew up in the South with that type of like music from like the La Chats and, and from, of course, the um, well, we're not gonna bring up Trina's name after like the, the past few months, yeah, but yeah, so so yeah, like like it, it wouldn't be rare that that niggas would mess with that music, so so yeah, it it, it, it reminds me of that, so. And I, and I do think they have, like, kind of how we talk about, like, with, with Meg and, and Au. But, yeah, like, they definitely have an aesthetic. They, like, know how to market themselves. And, and like, they and they do. So, yeah, I think, they, I think they're cool. And and plus, Carisha, hey. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I, I'm, I, I like, I actually, like, <clears throat> I, 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 I'm, I'm glad there's women out here making ratchet music that women want to twerk and, and hold to. Um, yeah. You can't be mad at that. I mean, everybody wins. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great for everybody, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I I I'm I'm good with it. I, I'm not gonna listen to it, but uh, <laughs> right. I'm I'm one thousand percent good with you know women watching women twerk to that music. Uh, you know, while I tune it out and pretend something else is playing. But um, <laughs> yeah, nah, it's it's it's, it's it, it, it's when I say there hasn't been like. It hasn't been a great year for music. I don't think there's been like that one project that's just been like yet. Yeah, there, there hasn't been like that definitive album of the year yet. Yeah, because it's, it's it's been the big artists are holding their cards there because they can't tour right now. So mm -hmm. if, so if which which will come, see it's a good segue. The the big artists because they can't 
tour right now and that's where they make the majority of their money like i think this article was saying like even the biggest artists the jay-z's beyonce's and taylor swift's made like 80 percent of their music revenue from touring so if an artist can't tour they're not going to drop an album behind it so <laughs> i did i did see some nut shit earlier this week i seen uh it was from nelly's instagram and they were having Sir, it was him and the St. Lunatics because the 20th anniversary of Country Grammar just passed sometime last week, I think. And so they were doing this concert, and people were in cars, like in front of the stage. And oh, were, like, driving, performing, driving, yeah, yeah, like that. That shit was mad weird. Nah, that's that's like that's like the future of of touring. For, for yeah, the time that's, being. that's the future. Yeah, like that is like uh, I, I remember you remember when we were in the PlayStation group chat feed and Kyle was talking about like now would be a great time to invest in a drive in. Like, yeah, it it, it really like uh, Mark, the uh, the Mark Ribier dude, he was like the first mm-hmm. act to go on tour in the U.S. because he decided to do all drive in theaters. Like, so his entire tour right now is completely drive in theaters because that's probably going to be the only way that you can safely get out uh and and because you know as as so happy as people are in the united states holding a tour otherwise somebody catching covid you, you might be liable for that shit unless they sign in a waiver uh but yeah it, it's the, the the big acts aren't gonna because if why would you drop an album if you can't make no money off it because streaming doesn't pay you no money yeah, and streaming doesn't pay you no money. You're not gonna get like, doesn't pay you the, shit. The, you're not gonna get a physical sales like you used to. So it, it's not like you moving units. So exactly, unless you got people like me who like buy vinyls for the you know uh, right. aesthetic value of it, and just like the owner record, like they're not moving records like that. So you're not gonna see, and that's why. And I talked about this with, with Joe Code on the first episode of the Four Hour mm-hmm. Show. If you're an artist right now, now's the perfect time to drop and work a record. Mm-hmm. You here we are talking about a Deontay Hitchcock album mm-hmm. that dropped two months ago. There people people right now are looking for new shit to listen to because the big artists are not dominating like that. You're not about to get back to back weeks with with Drake and Future and and all the super huge artists because they can't go tour and make no money off of it. So they're gonna hold those shits till they can line up a tour where they can at least go at least make some money off the merch. And the t- the the ticket revenue and all that shit. So if you if you're an artist and you have a project in the wings, drop that shit. And Drake, work yeah, there. drop two. Drake dropped two songs today with DJ Khaled. I mean, I one of them sounds, he sounds like the weekend. I did not listen to. Him. Yeah, I, I. That greasy sounds just like the weekend. I I I don't. I I I avoid like almost all Drake records now. It's, it's unless I hear like he's rapping. Or I see a timestamp in in timestamp in place. I typically don't. I don't go listen to a Drake record. Yeah, out of like all the big rappers, his music is like the least essential to me. Like yeah, and and, and there are big rappers I necessarily don't listen to, but when they drop something, I feel like I gotta like listen to it just to listen to it just like engage in a discourse about you know whether or not it's good. But Drake, like I'm good on that. I don't have to seek his music out at all anymore. Yeah, nah, because <clears throat> especially now, because the timeline's honest about him. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 no, gone are the days that he dropped something in a, and thirty minutes after it's out, niggas are calling it a classic, and you ain't it's got fire. no and you ain't got no hoes if you if you dislike it or you doubt that. Like those days ain't here. No niggas are very honest about how they feel about a Drake record <laughs> these days. Because because the arena that his music 
what succeed in isn't existing anymore. So, yeah, and, and like think about it, like the like people would base their opinion on his music based off what cert, how certain people reacted to. So if, if I mean if the ladies liked his music, then of course you don't got no hoes if you like his music. So therefore, I have to like his music because I want to get the hoes. So which which is the worst thing ever like that that is that helped kill music that's a that's a conversation to have one day hey, important tip from our man joe cole drop that project or song keep working it find new ways to promote it this is the perfect time to experiment with marketing your records yeah man like, like let's say you're like let's say you're like a, a rapper with like a relatively good buzz and you're like two or three mixtapes in or two or three like albums in like, like I said, you have a good enough buzz, but you're not quite there yet. Just take like, just take like ten of your best tracks, package them together, just drop them on the timeline. Like, like just like just give people like a, a compilation so they can see like, oh, this is dope. Let me find more of your work. Yeah, nah, it's the time to do that. And like, <clears throat> if you're a bigger artist, I, I've been predicting this for the last three years. Ronnie can tell you, mm-hmm. Joe Cole can tell you. Something's coming from the streaming companies because, and this is the, the, the pandemic has accelerated this. Streaming companies do not pay shit to artists. Like, mm-hmm. I think it takes something insane, like uh, something in the tens of millions of streams for you to make $1,200 off Spotify. Mm-hmm. Something obscene like that for you to make $1,200 off Spotify. Like, it, it's absurd. And, and, and all the streaming breakdowns. You, you can find charts of this shit online. These are estimates because it it changes all the time. No one knows how the streaming companies determine what's paid for. But if you're a big artist right now and you know people want your music, I would not be putting my shit on a streaming site right now. Mm-hmm. I would be I would be putting it on like a Bandcamp or just strictly putting it in the iTunes or the Google Play Store. You want it, you're gonna have to come buy this. Yeah, we, like we bring up currency, and um, he's one of the most creative rappers in the game with that. Because I, I want to say it was Pilot Talk Three. Like, like he was like Pilot Talk Three drop, drops Friday, and people were like, "Okay, where is it?" And they were looking on the streaming service. It's like, no, if you bought this album, I sent you a flash drive with the album on there. I mailed it to you. That's how you get the album. So, so you get you get a flash drive with the album on there. You get like a note from Currency himself, and that makes a connection with the band and the artist. And it also means that you can't just go casually listen to the music. You actually got to seek it out by purchasing. Mm-hmm. Like, if if you're an artist with any form of a loyal fan base, I would not put an album on a streaming site right now if I had to drop it. I would either I would either roll that. I would either put create an app where people can get it. Or I mm-hmm. would put that shit on like Bandcamp or in one of the in one of the the places where you have to buy music. I would not I would not mark I would put it in iTunes, but not have that shit available on Apple Music. I'll put it in the Google Play Store, but not have that shit available on Google Play. I would not have that shit to where it can be a topic uh, and streamed off YouTube. I would make it to I'm not on SoundCloud. You got to come buy this from me because people are starved for people are starved for new music right now. Like if yeah. you if you can't tour and the only way for you to make money right now is off of your music, you have a couple options. There's 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 something like Twitch which we're going to get into. But if you know that you've got the loyal fan base who are willing to spend dollars with you, I would not put that shit on the streaming side cuz what big artists are what big artists have dropped full length projects this year? All right. 
Because because just like we talk about with Tenet, like all of them, it's, the it's, like, it's like before the Roman, it's like dead like, on arrival. Yep, yeah. yep, they drop before the Roman. Like that that. Mm -hmm. have, have we heard anything from Cardi? Like has Cardi even put out a record lately? Nah, nah, nah. She's not worried about that right now. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, have we heard? Has, has Beyonce put a record out recently? Nah. Jay put a record out recently. Drake put out them two records, but have we heard uh, murmurs of a Khaled? Well, they're, they're DJ Khaled records. They're not even Drake records. Yeah, I mean, have we? But have we heard even? I was about to say, have we heard, have we heard murmurs of a Khaled album? Like, I don't think I. I certainly hope so. With these two Drake, I'm assuming with these two Drake songs that he put out that a Khaled album is coming. Yeah, I, I mean, certainly hope not. I hope he keeps that. Yeah. I, hope he, I, I sincerely hope he keeps it. But like, that's, a, that's the last thing we need in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's the thing. Like, the 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 big artists are keeping their shit close to the vest because they know they're gonna have to tour. Like, the only big artist I've heard even like working on an album right now is like Adele. Mm -hmm. And Adele wasn't putting her shit on streaming. Uh, like, she waited for a minute. What was it? 25 that she waited forever to put right. on. To put on streaming, she's not putting her shit. Um, well, she wasn't putting her shit immediately on streaming services anyway. And I've heard she's working with Raphael Sadiq and I think Pharrell on this new album. Ooh, that album's gonna be fire. Well, Ooh. it's gonna be heat. Right? Streets need that. Somebody like Aaliyah, like Aaliyah's, like Aaliyah, you can't get none of her music on none of well, except for AJ. I think AJ Nothing But a Number is the only album that you can get on streaming services. So artists should take a look at what their family's doing, or even Nipsey. I remember Nipsey. What I think it was Mailbox Money. Mm -hmm. well, he dropped R.I.P. to him, by the way, and he was charging people a thousand dollars to get that before anybody else, and people was was paying for that. And, and I'm not gonna lie, I was one of the people like I, I didn't see Nip's vision at the. Oh moment. yeah, I said he was crazy. I was, I was, I was, I was just, I was just like this. This dude is crazy. But My but then I but then I watched an interview where he broke it down. He was like, if I sell if I sell ten albums, I'm good. Yep. And then and then he was like, just imagine if I sell a hundred. He was like, I'm good. So and then I was like, I, and then I was like, I was like, yeah, because you basically you're making your music a commodity. Yep. I mean, like he, he was really ahead of his time with that because like we we talked about. And this I, I think he I think he said Jay bought Jay Z bought like ten of them just off the right, strength, right? Just off the strength of it, yeah. Yeah, like it, it's it's like right now I would be making my music more scarce as opposed to more available. Like, mm -hmm. I, I sit and I look at artists and they be like, yo, go stream my music. And I'm like, why are you telling people to stream your music? Like, there was a, um, I, I, when I still listen to the Joe Budden podcast, uh, St. John was on there. And Joe was telling him, like, yeah, I bought your album. And St. John was like, why would you buy my album when you can stream it? And I was like, oh, these new artists are fucking dumb. Yeah. Why are you, why are you yeah. questioning why a nigga is giving you money? Mm -hmm. Like, that man streaming that album once is going to net you micro pennies. Him mm -hmm. buying the album is gonna get you at least a quarter <laughs> mm -hmm. in right. your pocket, and you like, well, why? Why would you buy that? What would, are you fucking stupid? I was like, oh yeah, these new artists are brainwashed by the idea of because for them it's like, oh well, if you stream it, I get the number one and I get more support at the label. But it's like, uh, no, it's, it's, it's the it's the likes culture. Because yes, it's like like oh because because instead of and it's weird because instead of like oh my album sold a million copies is now. I have a million streams. Like, like who cares? Who cares? Yeah, who cares? How because many because you got? that's not that's not a real number. Like, th like we know that there are people that like they they stand for artists and they let albums stream stream repeatedly. So that doesn't or, mean anything. And labels have whole streaming farms set up. Yeah, they so have what? stream like and no, this is a real thing. Yeah. They have 
they're like they're like computer labs in the Philippines. Yeah, where people are just streaming the album. Yeah, where they just have it like streamed constant, nonstop. Like none of those. No, like I if, if me being a former musician, I would rather have a thousand people consistently buying my records than mm-hmm. one one song streamed ten million times. Because that I guarantee I guarantee you I made more from the thousand records that somebody bought than the than the song being streamed ten million times. Mm-hmm. Can guarantee you that. Like it's not. Uh, if you was a if you was an artist right now, you can you can make a lot of money selling. You hear, Fee? I think you broke up. Uh, selling your music out your trunk. Okay, your car. With your music, the most thing you work on followers, you'll come up because people are going to see you. You said what? You you broke up. You like was skipping the shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you got to nail it. Oh, I, over there. I said if you was a, I said if you was an artist right now, you can um you can meet up and sell. You can make a lot of money selling the music out of your trunk. Am I still right. breaking up? No, nah, you good. No, no, you, you now. Nah, you you good now. You good. <laughs> oh no, I said you can make. A, like, make a lot of music selling like the music out of your trunk like how the underground rappers used to do like in Houston for example Slim like Camille and Aaron Paul Wall made a lot of like a lot of money selling the music out their car like you could do that now put your music on thumb drives for five dollars and come up because a thousand people will come out to see you in one city alone and you could literally go on tour doing this like hey I'm bringing we'll be in we'll be in Birmingham this week we'll be in Atlanta tomorrow then we'll be in Florida after that Man, you make so much money, man. Let me be an A and R for some of these new people. Not even A and R, just a manager, like because it's, it's the 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 thing that the thing that uh the thing that uh Joe Joe Code always preaches. <laughs> the thing the thing that Joe Code always preaches is consistency. Like you don't worry about going viral. Worry about like if you got instead of trying to figure out why a hundred people ain't listening to your product if 10 people are find a way to connect with those 10 and grow that 10 because if you got because 10, those 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 10 people are your allies exactly. those 10 people are going to tell 10 people exactly those 10 people are coming back week after mm-hmm. week after week and that's why you don't worry about the numbers the numbers will come if you focus on the people that already like you and figure out okay what can i do to get them because the thing no one will listen to me saying listen to my record but somebody might listen to someone else saying, listen to my record. And that's the thing that you have to get, especially nowadays where everybody is trying to be a creator and the market is so oversaturated with people who are trying to sell you something. Like, like I said, I said this on, on Twitter once and then like somebody tweeted me that's like, oh, dude, I never thought about this. Think about all the times you scroll the timeline and somebody dropped a link and that's like, hey, man, I like this new song. Listen to it. And then you just kept scrolling. But think about all the times you saw. Uh, a Twitter account with like an anime Abby and they and they drop a song and people are like retweeting it constantly it's because there's no face to it and therefore um, there's no opinion attached to it mm-hmm. and it's like neutral and then you see it you stop you listen to it so so yeah it, basically if it's coming from another source you're more likely to listen to it yep and, and a source is not attached to you like right right like you know fee saying I could rap ain't gonna mean something so they're gonna be like nigga that's your brother you supposed to say that not knowing mm-hmm. that <laughs> Our relationship is not one based on where well, I'm just going to say some shit is hot that this nigga does because he's doing it. But the people are going to assume that because that's the way it is. So you, you have to be you have to get smart and get creative and grow that audience. But like talking about like Twitch. So um, we, we've talked about this this band issues. Um, the one that sounds like the weekend is, is running a rock band. 
um, I when they came to Charlotte, um, I'm friends with their with the guy who was doing their front of house for their last couple tours. And, um, you know, I came out, saw him because we hadn't seen each other since like way before I left Birmingham. I think since like 2015 was the last time we hung out. So I see him and afterwards he's like, you know, everyone's leaving out. I'm like, hey, man, I'll catch you later. He's like, hey, man, uh, you want to go grab a couple drinks after we finish loading up? I'm like, cool. I ain't got shit better to do. So I end up kicking it with him and the drummer from Issues. His name is Josh. And uh, Josh has a whole community called Bucktopia where he has a Discord uh, channel open for it. And it's just all these people who support him. But he has a Twitch channel. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, he plays drum covers to whatever you ask him for 10 bucks. You donate him 10 bucks, he will play drums to whatever song you ask him. Uh, and I was like, man, that's pretty damn genius. Because he's like, man, I can't tour right now. Right. So like, he makes money. He has a drum sample library. He does Skype lessons for people who want to learn the drums. Uh, he does... He has like a, a he does like he, he just dropped a ghost note pack to teach you how to do ghost note on drums stuff like that. But he also has Twitch subscribers, four ninety nine. I don't know how much Twitch takes of that because I ain't never really been on Twitch like that. They take about half. Okay, so yeah, he, he I think he's got somewhere somewhere in the neighborhood of like four or five hundred subscribers. Probably getting there's like also there's also tiers of sub like a tier one sub is five dollars. A tier mm -hmm. two I think is maybe 10 or 15 and tier three is like $25. Right. So he's, but he's got this loyal community of subscribers and that's what he caters to. He caters to those four to 500 people mm -hmm. who are subscribed to his community. And he has a network of musicians around him who help him market that. And he does the same thing for them. And so if you're an artist right now and you're trying to figure out ways to make money, that's a, that's a great way to do that. Like, Probably a little harder for rappers because the only equivalent to that would be I'll freestyle to whatever beat you send me. Like, if, <laughs> but that's how, but that's how Mark Ribelay came up. Yes, that is. Yeah, that is. What was you about to say, Fee? No, I'm saying like if I was a rapper right now and I, I would be running up features like for the low, for the low, like a five hundred dollar feature, thousand dollar feature, because you know there's dope boys who want to be rappers and they will send you that money. That is easily. True. If I was a producer, like that I is remember true. Ski Peaks was like at, at one point in time was like a thousand dollars for a beat of like a ski beats beat this man is a famous producer so a, a reasonable doubt is and you know a, a, a g a beat anybody yeah like a like a g a beat so i mean well i mean lupe lupe, lupe did that before he was on twitter saying if you send him five hundred dollars he'll like do a, a song with you but you can't release it like it's, <laughs> nah, that's a but see that's a l though but, but i see people like mickey fats for example he does this all the time like i'll be seeing him 250 350 a feature our, our boy like, king lj yeah got, yeah, got a song on, with LJ's album. On, yeah. on uh on uh king on king which is yeah mm -hmm. he, he he got a song he got a song with him on there yep same thing but i think boosie does that like boosie does a lot of songs with up-and-coming rappers because he's accessible like he'll he'll be on Instagram live and just be like, all right, yo, I'm doing a sale. This much, send it to me. I'll oh, he'll post. A, he'll make a whole post on Instagram and be like, hey, call this number. We in this like we in L.A. for this amount of time. Call this number if you want to get a song done. Yeah, I mean it's 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 genius, but I like thinking from a digital standpoint. Like, yes, that is that is a good point. That is one way. But thinking like from a like. How could a rapper like make money on like Twitch doing what like musicians do? Because it's one thing if you like, oh, I'll I'll play the piano or I'll make a beat every day or 
I'll play along to whatever song you like. So all the it's all other thing if you're a rapper, like thinking as a rapper, like it might be like, all right, give me a pop song and I'll like I'll like I'll do a, a remix feature verse to it. Like some shit like that. Like that would be and, and pff, that would get fucking tired. <laughs> Cause it ain't for so many words and so many themes that you could use. Like even at my peak when I was freestyling like twelve hours a day, I don't know if I could have did that shit. And as we can tell you, I used to freestyle a lot because our, our studio was in his bedroom. And I used to always be down in that motherfucker rapping. And this thing would be like, nigga, if you don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> but if I, like, I, I think the first rapper I seen, this was before COVID started. The first rapper I seen was probably Sir Michael Rocks. And he would do, I think Monday through Friday, he would be on with a producer and they would make a beat. And then he would freestyle or rap. And they would just pretty much make a song on live stream and he would do that and he's built up quite the following doing that on Twitch and then I seen Quando Rondo he started playing 2K at the beginning of this year and he ran up quite the following and was able to get paid off his music and get paid off of Twitch because he has subscribers following him and I was gonna say, him and I was gonna say or, or you could do like a sauce walker <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything more than that but uh, if you if you know who Sauce Walker is, you know what he's doing right now. I I have no idea. I have no idea what he's doing. Y'all gonna have to tell me that one. He, all right, so so Sauce Walker, um, this rapper out of Houston, and um, he he started an OnlyFans. There. <laughs> yep. Well, the thing is, OnlyFans actually started out as a way for like yeah, it started out, yeah. for like influencers to get paid. It was started off like kind of like trying to be what Twitch was. Yeah, it, like it's, it's, it's like it's like Patreon, like yeah. I'll give you adjacent. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give you guitar lessons. I'll give you fitness lessons. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. And then sex workers was like, well, hey, well, hey. <laughs> like you know how embarrassed I'll be. Like if I if I'll subscribe to like a legit OnlyFans and like I'm in a relationship <laughs> and your girl looking at the bank statement or the credit card bill, like nigga, what are you subscribe? Hey, baby, wait, I'm, I'm doing hey, this hey, so I can wait. I can explain. It's it's piano lessons, like. <laughs> I mean, uh, Ray says, kill that, kill that realist beat. He's referring to the 50 Cent uh, realist niggas beat. Um, uh, sometime, sometime when I was a freshman, was this like freshman? No, we lived over on uh, Shady Cove. So I was like a sophomore in high school. But anyway, um, I had never heard this beat before. And like one of our, one of our homeboys was like, yo, let's make like a freestyle video. And so someone played that beat and I just kept rapping to it. I was like, hey, pl play that one again. <laughs> <laughs> I spent like three hours like freestyling to that shit, and so every time we had like a cipher, I'm like, "Hey, turn on that realest niggas beat," <laughs> and I'd hog the whole beat and leave like the thirty seconds of the fade out for somebody else to come rap to. <laughs> I actually have like there's a freestyle in in my Google Music uh, that Fee was doing, and he's like, "I like had went upstairs to go to sleep, and I heard niggas rapping, so I like awoke from my slumber." And came downstairs and started rapping. And so, like, I'm rapping. And then I, like, leave out. And he, like, damn, nigga, you just gonna leave me, like, 30 seconds to the fade out? <laughs> 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 I used to do that to niggas all the time. Like, when, when, I, was, when I was, like, 17, 16, 17, 18, you couldn't turn on the beat around me. Because I was gonna rap to it. He was like Young Chris. Like, if you ever listen to Tough Love, oh, man. Young Chris will rap at the beginning. And he'll rap uh -huh. at the end. And the producer gets <laughs> no love on the beat. Because he covers... Literally every inch of the beat. Like that's you, how it's it's, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a snare without at least an uh on it. Like I was, 
<laughs> I was on it, nigga. If you if you played a beat around me, if if niggas was making a song and I wasn't on it, like I'd find a way. If a nigga verse was trash, be like, hey, nah, 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 erase that. Let me. <laughs> I got some fire right here for that. I was writing while that nigga was fucking up. <laughs> I can do that better. I was dirty macking beats back in the day. <laughs> Not, nothing's changed. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Nah. I. I just. I moved. I moved that to women. Yeah. But yeah, we. Yeah. It, it's. It, I feel bad for artists right now. Like I really do. Like mainly not for the the big artists because they at least have a following, but for the people who work for them. Like I know plenty of uh, people who work around music who just can't get no work right now. Cause that's like tough to make money. Yeah. Like imagine if your whole job is predicated on people touring and <laughs> Ray, what's up with that spit your game? Ray, we recorded how many songs together? You got you got the best of me on one song. <laughs> and here you are, fifteen years later, still talking about that shit. You got me on it. You got me on it. It's not going up anywhere because I don't want that shit to get taken down. But you got me on that one. But yeah, if if <clears throat> I say all that to say, if you like artists, support them. Buy their music. Mm-hmm. You hear an album you like this year, I challenge you to buy that shit if you know you're going to listen to it regularly. Man, I, I mean, I agree, but at the same time, you have to... If you're going to listen to it regularly. If you're going to listen to it regularly. Like when Ambition came out, I was so excited for a while late when he went to MMG. So I bought the deluxe edition of his album. I got a fucking t-shirt, some other shit, like uh, like a, a little rubber band. Like he gave me to spend the extra money on his album. Like artists ain't doing that shit. I, I, will, doing that. I will say this, as, as, as much as I hate this nigga's music, because I think he's one of the most boring rappers out, what he did with this album is actually um, smart. Travis Scott, to, to get a boost on sales, he sold you merch. And then when you bought like a T-shirt, you got the album with it. Well, yeah, that's that's it's, it's, the, it's the other way around. Well, yeah, that's that's the that's the trick, that nigga. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah, that's, that's Prince, the trick. Prince was but doing that. Prince was doing that shit in the late nineties. Right. But that's the trick that niggas are doing. Like that's why Billboard actually just changed the rules on that so that you can't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> you ain't got. No, <laughs> you see Joe Cole's comment? You ain't got no AJ in your Serato. AJ. <laughs> hey, that's real shit. That's that's real shit. That's real shit. Nah, I'm just playing. But um, I actually don't like listening to my music. But um, yeah, no, nah, I, I I agree. But I think if you, the way I look at it is, if you if you actually enjoy the not one percent of the music game, the Cardi's, Beyonce's, Jay Z's, Taylor Swift's, those people. If you enjoy the music outside of that bubble, if you don't start spending money on it, that shit is going to go away. There's already very little music middle class as it is. Mm-hmm. Like the middle class isn't just isn't just eroding in uh, from an economic standpoint in everyday America. It's eroding in other industries too. Like banking is a big one. Like there are really big banks and there are small banks. Ain't ain't really too many medium sized banks out there. Like medium sized banks are a rarity. You either got super big banks or you got credit unions. (laughs) You got to take your pick as to which one you want to roll with. So with music, it's it's getting to be the same. Like there's the really big artists and you got some some nice medium sized artists. But those are going to erode very quickly because those are the ones who are sustained through touring. And them and an entire industry are going to be lost if 
we don't start supporting them because it, it's tough. Like, and I get it. Streaming is super duper convenient. I initially got into streaming music because it was a way for me to check an album out before I bought it. And that's still largely why I stream. But then I started making playlists and shit on them. So now I spend more time on my streaming then. Because it'll be songs that I like, but not enough to buy a motherfucker's whole album to make that playlist in my But, but my now, now, I, now I'm more inclined to not listen to an album. Like because because I don't want you getting a stream off me if I like just know I, I don't I'm not gonna miss your music. So That's true. I'm more inclined to not listen to an album. So it's funny how that works now. We 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 didn't we we didn't know how good we had it when Rap Godfathers was uh <laughs> right right Rap Godfathers held us down. Well, Rap Godfathers was just giving niggas albums for the free. We ain't know how fucking good we had it. Hey, like a week or two early too. Yeah, yeah. like they, niggas albums. We like yes, nigga. We it we ain't know how fucking good we had it. And like, then, like, like if, the, if that album dropped December 12th, I was on Rap Godfathers December 5th. Like, what album? Man, man? sometimes on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> you waking up Thanksgiving morning to your favorite artist's new uh, album. Rap, Rap, Rap Godfathers ruined niggas' careers. Like, think about like Lloyd Banks. What's the second album supposed to be? Oh, uh, Joe Budden, like the, the Rotten Apple whole album. In the- this, this is my yeah, favorite album week like, story. I talked, I talked to AJ about this before. Like, if y'all don't know, Lloyd Banks. Had a copy of um the big, what was it? The big withdrawal in his pocket. Yeah, the big withdrawal, or was it? Yeah, no, it was I think withdrawal. it was the. I think it was calling it the rotten apple, but it ended yeah. up becoming the big withdrawal. No, I think that's the other way around because the album okay. dropped with the you, rotten apple. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So he yeah, had right. it in his pocket. Yeah. The, the album anyway, was rotten apple. Yeah. The, the album. He had the album in his pocket. He ended up having the threesome. The album falls out of his pocket. The advanced copy. Of course, a chick picks it up. And puts it directly on Rap Godfathers later. Dog, so I, had it I, I had that last shit. Minute, last minute, yeah. And that one was actually fired. Mm. Okay, so I ain't gonna go that far. I ain't gonna go that far. Lloyd Banks was once my favorite rapper, so. <laughs> Lloyd, Lloyd Banks never dropped a good album. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, look, look. Lloyd Banks has good singles. I agree with him on that. Lloyd Banks has good singles, but not good uh, albums. Hunger for more. You like for I, I'm so fly was no. good. Warrior was good, but outside of that, on on fire was straight. Outside of that, young young Buck had the best releases outside of Fifty. And I, I can agree with that. Could Buck the world was even good. These are not hot. Th- Straight out of Cashfield. Straight out of Cashfield is better than Hunger for More. I, I agree. Don't argue with anybody. I agree. No, no, that. I agree with that. I, I agree. Yeah. I 100% agree. Well, uh, Tony Yayo album was trash, but uh, I mean, yeah. Hunger for More was it for what for how good Lloyd Banks could rap. He was he, same as Cassidy. He, he was a, he was a mixtape rapper. He's a mixtape yeah, rapper. Yeah, he's a mixtape rapper. He he like give you bars. He can't yeah. really make a song. Like I mean the yeah he he yeah and then yeah. like the Fifty trying to lead off with smile as like the, to be his. Like, like he should have leaned into the nigga's punchlines, not mm-hmm. try to do the pretty boy rap shit just because the nigga was light skinned. But like, it's funny because and and uh, we were talking about this with with the war crime that was uh, Smiles and South Star, <laughs> the wardrobe in that video, because <laughs> that nigga Smiles, the black one. We finally figured out who Smiles and who South Star because they actually say it in the oh, song. I hit it wrong. I thought I thought the not nah, a bl- no smiles. no the black dude with Smiles. He actually says it in his verse. 
And then oh, he said, okay. and then when he's talking, he says all the girls that did me and South wrong, but that tells you how little we paid attention to that record when it dropped. But he's got on these like you know the NBA logo pants. He's got yeah. on these super wide jeans with all these letters on it, but none of them shits, none of them shits look like anything like that we could see. And so yeah, I said I wanted a pair of the NBA patch jeans until that Lloyd Banks line that said if that's your man want them, because there's enough bullets in here to hit every NBA patch on them. And yeah. and niggas was walking through the hallway and niggas would say that line. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, nah, I don't want those no more. Okay, yeah, I, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's. So here's my thing with the documentary. Uh, all that, all that name dropping is trash. So, I'm not a rap purist. I never liked the documentary because it sounded like leftover shit from Fifty. The way people hate on Take Care from Drake because it sounded like The Weekend is the same way we should treat the documentary. <laughs> so here's oh, my man. here here's my thing with the documentary. I like the documentary. But it's funny how that album is so good, but Game is like a very bad rapper on the documentary. Like he's not I'm good at all on the documentary. Like he's ass on the documentary. To me, to me, Game was at his best. Like Game, like eventually got better. Like I think his best was like Jesus Peak, obviously. Yes. But we forget the time, like the like the big figure um, mixtapes. Oh, the JT the bigger figure. Well, that nigga was <laughs> ass. That nigga was Game ass. Was like he ele- he elevated so much. From the documentary to Doctors Oh yeah, because Doctors Oh yeah, I didn't I hadn't even thought about listening to the Doctors Advocate. I had to go pick this nigga up from Mississippi when he was in tech school from coming out the Air Force. And so I'm driving up and he's like, he had um what'd you have? What currency mixtape did you have? He had a currency mixtape and the doctor's advocate. And so he put on the currency mixtape. I'm listening to that. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And he's like, bro, you got to put on the doctor's advocate. So we, we listening to that. He throwing the CD. We driving back up. And like at 30. Yeah. He, I, we driving back up. I hear that shit. And I'm like, yeah. What? <laughs> Gabe was not this good on the last album that I listened to. And it's amazing the leap that he made on that. Even though a couple songs he sound like 50. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. He, he, yeah, he was. But, but no, I, I do, I do think production wise, and he's like just a good enough rapper that that's still a top G unit release for me. Yeah. So, so I won't argue with that. But I will say, like, I do think over his body of work, Jesus piece is his. Oh yeah. Still his best oh yeah, that's his magnum opus. Yeah. The the Kevin Hart skits alone make it that. <laughs> <laughs> The Kevin Hart skits are the only thing I would change about Jesus Peace is I would have Ali Boumaye as the intro. Yeah, yeah, Ali Boumaye needs to be the that, intro. That's that should have been the intro. Like swap mm-hmm. that with Scared Now, and that album's that album is damn near flawless. Like that album is like I still will throw that album on and just let it ride. Like that shit is that shit is perfect. Uh, and, and of course you you get the classic uh the classic two chains feature. Roll another one, cause I'm winning. I'm in the photo, looking real photogenic. <laughs> Selling that chicken, no lemon pepper, no sweet no and sour. sour. <laughs> My favorite part is skateboard on skateboard the nigga track. The nigga track. No <laughs> lie, no lie. Just got another plaque. Like nigga, why are you starting the verse off <laughs> with skateboard on the nigga track? But yeah, nah, I I, I can agree. Like music wise, if we not talking get rich. That documentary is probably the best one. 
Game was rapping on Doc. So, so my thing with those. I'm not leads, saying. Go ahead, Fee. Go ahead. No, I was saying he was out in the thing that irritated with him with me so much. He was always name dropping. I'm I'm here with Dr. Dre, or I got a young buck that'll poke like fam. I'm not here for that. What do we want? What are, What about you, game? Like the doctor, or, or, how, or how he so, emulates so the, the guest rapper. See a little track. more about him. And it wasn't about everything that was going on. Yeah, he he also told one of the biggest rap lies of all time. I woke up out that coma in 2001, like around the same time Dre dropped 2001. No, it was not. Even was though that not. album dropped in '99. I was in fifth grade when that came out. The album, the album was only, the album was only called 2001 because Suge Knight dropped the Chronic 2000, and like to preempt Dre from dropping the Chronic 2000, and so he called the album 2001 and just put a Chronic leaf in front of it. So no game. If you woke up out that coma in 2001, you were two, you were two. So unless you were in that coma for two years, you, you <laughs> maybe he meant the same month, but. <laughs> But that album ain't dropped in 2001, bro. That album dropped in 99. <laughs> I remember very well. But all right, yeah. um, Yeah, I I, uh, I don't even know, like, a, do we need do we need to put a tidy, a tidy bow on this? We just letting it rock? I mean, we, we can just let it rock, man. I think, um, I, I, okay, so I, okay, start, start from scratch here is good. Before we before we leave, I got to yes. Start that, from yeah, you you is, are correctly. You are correct. Yeah. Okay. Start from scratch is is like probably my and and, and documentary and Doctor's Advocate is a one two is a debut one two punch that not a lot of motherfuckers talk about. Like that, so, people do not give the Doctor's Advocate the love that it deserves. That's what I was going to say as as a point where we wrap off. We need to have a conversation possibly next episode um, about. Not only who has like the most underrated catalog, but just who has the best body and work, uh, body of work in general. I have a lot of different names flowing through my head. But, oh, but, 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 but as as much as like I really don't mess with game as a rapper, like I appreciate his music. Like he's definitely up there. So I, I feel like that's a good conversation. I thought you was gonna say one two punches because I was gonna be like, oh, the answer to that one is easy. I, I feel like it isn't. But go ahead. It's, it's DMX. It's dark and hell is hot and flesh in my flesh. See, I, I still, I, I would still say ATL is a Quimini on that, but you know, it, it's it's t- for me, it's X or Lupe or or Outcast. Like if you're talking like first okay. two albums, I don't know that you're getting a, a one two better than 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 X did though, because he did those in but the nah, same that, calendar okay. year. Okay, that no, that's it. That's the conversation. The best one two punch because because I would also throw um, Tribe in there as well for. Um, or, you know, low end theory and midnight marauder. So yeah, I feel like that's a better conversation. Dre technically can be in there too, <clears throat> even though he shouldn't. Uh, and and so Nas in there. Yay. Yeah, that's a good conversation. We'll have that conversation. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee, 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 you want to be on here to give your uh rap purist thing for that one? <laughs> <laughs> we we also got we also gotta do hip hop starting five the starting five MCs for each city. We also gotta do that one. But yeah, we gotta do that too. I, I the only thing is next week I might be in Bama, so I don't know if I'm gonna have all my recording shit with me. So all right. it might just be me and this nigga in a room talking off one mic. Pause. <laughs> all right. 
<laughs> you didn't know how to rock the mic right. Hey, Kate. <laughs> but all right, yeah, make sure y'all tune in for the after party. Definitely DMX. Yeah, I see where it leads going. Um, yeah, make sure y'all tune into the after party, which starts in about an hour. Um, nah, it's Lee. <laughs> the D dialogue, no, dialogue, no, dialogue. Okay, nah. See, I gotta take this to Twitter and argue. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely. Nah. Not. <laughs> absolutely Everybody not. loves sunny days, though. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Hey, hey, nah. Actually, you know what? If if we gonna do this with Tribe, I gotta see if I can get my uh. If I'm free, I'm definitely derailed down to derail the conversation. Um, if if I'm free, I I, I might got to see if we can get my cousin Chauncey on here because he's a huge tribe fan. So he would actually, funny enough, his dad was actually like in the studio for like the first two TLC albums. I think uh-huh. he was like he was like a Dallas Austin protege. So oh okay, yeah, he actually was like has been in studio sessions with Prince and shit. So my cousin. Has oh like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you told me this. Over yeah, there. my cousin has like a boatload of like musical stories that he can like drop in but he loves he loves tribe so i may see what he what he's doing and see if he can join us to come on and and, and talk because he's a he's a real student of music so sounds good but make sure y'all follow make sure y'all stay tuned in for the after party are we keeping the, is the feed gonna be up yeah the feed's gonna be up and i don't like we may come in like 30 minutes from now i don't think it's gonna be an hour like last time but basically leave this feed up yeah leave the feed up we're gonna have an after party. We're gonna play. Um, it's gonna be a Dirty South playlist. So, a lot, a lot of Outkast, which is um, the greatest group ever, and not just rap. But anyway, so yeah, just stick around. Just stick around for that. We'll be back. Yeah, man. Make sure you follow uh, the 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 YouTube. Subscribe. Turn the notifications on. <clears throat> follow everybody at their respective Twitter handles. Make sure you check out the litany of podcasts that we got. We might even get Fia's own solo podcast. You never know. Um, where he can talk about all, you, where he can talk about all things uh, weed rap and, and luxury rap and all the <laughs> shit that he listens to. I don't know what you listen to anymore, so I don't know how to describe that shit. But all things that he loves, you never know. We're 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 like we're like the ringer, but like not like bad. <clears throat> never mind. I should, the ringer's not bad. They're just <laughs> they're just really white. Yeah, yeah, they're just really white. But anyways, it's gonna be it's gonna be all non hip hop purist opinions on my shit. <laughs> and you, you, you would wonder how we shared a room for 16 years with such differing opinions. But uh, as I say, he and Joe Code are more indicative of Midwest hip hop fans than me. Um, yes, the South gonna hold it down. That's one of the greatest the songs. That's one of the greatest songs of all time. Hey, when we play that, when it gets played, you have to play that Facebook video when them dudes is rapping in like Tauruses. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. Like we, we have to play that YouTube video like during the during the thing. Like that's the greatest music video of all time. The South gonna hold it down is the greatest song of all time. I will, I'm willing to stake my flag and my reputation on that. Like regardless of genre, the video, everything is the greatest song of all time. It predicted the future. It it is in song form what uh what Andre three thousand said at the Source Awards. South got something to say, and the South said we gonna hold it dying. <laughs> but anyway. Check out everything. We're both we're gonna pause this. <clears throat> Make sure y'all uh stay tuned to everything that we're doing. But come for the after party, sit your ass in the house. Don't spread or catch the Rona. 
bring you some some brown liquor preferably get you some uncle near support black people support black inter enterprise follow all of our friends who you have seen up on this thing follow lee follow joe code uh joe hicks doesn't have anything uh, on on any social media um and follow remy ray as well but other than that we out this bitch peace peace